So um, Terrence's computer died in the middle of us recording the Patreon episode just now. You plug in the Patreon already? Yes, plug yeah. in the Patreon already. We had uh, <laughs> Mark uh, Kiris on, who was... Marco. Uh, Marco. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Marco. Mark's my friend that set it up. Marco Kiris on, um, who was Nick Cage's stand-in um, from 94 to 2004, um, and told us a bunch of fucking awesome Nick Cage <laughs> stories, and it rocked. And uh, it's a, a really great episode, and it's informative. And has fucking awesome, funny stories. About Michael Bay. About Michael Bay and De Palma and Cage and John Woo and just fucking, it's uh, Ridley Scott and uh, Spike Jones and it was fucking awesome. Um, so yeah, patreon.com slash badfilmcast. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> plug, 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 plug. But uh, I wasn't planning to plug it right off the bat, but I was saying what happened with Terrence and why he's not here. Um, his computer crashed in the middle of it. We lost Terrence's audio, but it's okay because Terrence doesn't add anything of value anyways. <laughs> so it's like... Who- he said like five words yeah. the entire time. Let's be real. <laughs> Sorry, Terrence. He's yeah. not, so, the- not going to listen to this. This dude yeah. was Cage's stand-in from, would you say, 94 to 04? Yeah. yeah. So that's Con Air, right? Yep, Con Air. Con we, didn't, Air. we didn't even talk about Con Air. Um, Face Off, The yeah. Rock, Matchstick Men, National Treasure. Um, adaptation. Yep, adaptation. Snake did, Eyes, did obviously. Like, did he sound like Nick Cage? <clears throat> no. No, but he did yeah. look quite yeah. a bit like yeah. him. Yeah. Like, yeah. He definitely looked like he could be related to Nick Cage. So. You don't really need to look like the person for a stand-in most of the time. It's just you got to kind of be like their height for lighting purposes. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. But like he did kind of look like he could be related. Yeah, and he said, too, that he was a, he was a lot of like the... Um, like like shots of like Nick Cage's hands or like like walking or like driving and that kind of shit too, which is interesting. I always wonder like on big Hollywood movies when they do like an insert shot of like an actor's hands or something, how often it's actually like fucking Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise actually doing the insert. I I don't think it's that often, honestly. Yeah, and um, from at least from what he said, most of the time those insert shots were all him. Almost yeah. none of them were Nick Cage. I could see Nick Cage not wanting to do insert shots. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like, you know, you don't need them for it. Yeah, definitely not. Actually, yeah. speaking of insert shots, uh, I can I bring up something about this movie we're doing already? Is that too soon? Yeah, Should yeah. Should we bullshit more? No, no, I mean, you can bring it up already. <laughs> uh, so we're doing fucking... Um, walk, walk hard. Come hard. Story. Fuck hard. So uh, Jenna Fisher, who plays um, his... Uh, Second wife, I guess. Who is so hot in this? She's really pretty in general. She is, but in like, like a girl next door kind of way. But like you look at her in the office, and they have her like look so plain. Well, oh, dude, the, I know. Have you seen Blaze of Glory with Will Ferrell? I saw it when it came out, and I've not watched it she's or so, thought about it since. She's so attractive in that movie. She's yeah. just she's just yeah. really attractive. She There's is. something about her that's. But like, it's just like. You, everyone thinks of her in the office because that's what she's known for. Yeah. And so, like, when you see her in something like Walk Hard and she's, like, all dolled up and, like, actually, like, you know, is not meant to look like a plain Jane, it's like, she's so hot. Yeah, also fuck the office. But, uh... uh me, and, uh, me and Matt are going to fight this episode. Doesn't <laughs> like the office, doesn't like Walk Ding, ding, hard. ding! <laughs> yeah. Round one! I'm holding up the sign. I was going to say... It, um, <laughs> I mean... We, I feel like we, we all know each other like pretty well now, but what you might not know about me, Jake, is I 
fucking hate comedies. It's really, really hard. Wait, do you to, actually just hate comedies? I really do. It's dude, it's so hard to please me for a comedy. You what, have no what? idea. See, I didn't know that you hated comedies. It's it's only recently like you were hating on Step Brothers when we did that episode. You were hating on this last night when we were talking. Yeah. And uh, I, but like you love Austin Powers. I do. Which, as you should, which that's the most important thing because that's the best of them. Yeah. But like, what are your favorite comedies? I, uh, Kevin Smith, obviously. I know you love that. Yeah. See, so, see, that's why like it doesn't register to me that you hate comedies is because I know how much you love Austin Powers and I know how much you love Kevin Smith. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's just uh, wait, quick thing. I want to go back to the insert thing, then I'll okay. go back. Okay. So uh, uh, Jenna uh, it's Fisher. Fisher, right? So I saw an interview with her where that whole scene where she's on the bed, like right after they get married, and yeah. he's holding her feet. That is her feet the entire time. Ooh. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, yeah, she, I even got a pedicure for this, and she's like, it was really uncomfortable because I was in there for a long time with my feet up so i thought that was funny tarantinoing that shit yeah dude exactly. speaking of which this is a weird tie-in but you just said tarantino he did hand double for uh christoph waltz when he chokes uh diane kruger's character it was really? like a whole thing like yeah i mean like, who hasn't wanted to choke diane kruger right well yeah. it was it was weird because like <laughs> or people, have her choke me people with the blu-ray oh. like knew that forever and then it came out on the internet like i guess somebody decided to tweet it and it became like this whole uh canceled tarantino thing i guess but what? Oh, apparently the reason he did it was because Christoph Waltz is like too fucking nice to like get into it. Like it was looking <laughs> fake. So Tarantino was like, hey, if, if you don't mind, which is I yeah. still it's still it, it's not yeah. not creepy. But, it's, but like it's, it's, it's a little creepy. But, but like, like if Christoph Waltz isn't cutting it. It's so weird, too, that like Christoph Waltz, like he plays such an awesome villain in yeah. that movie. And like I hear I heard, heard the same thing that he's like super, super nice. Yeah, but um, people on the internet love trying to cancel people for like widely known things. Oh yeah, dude, I was like ro- the two things that had me rolling the most is like when they tried to cancel Robert Downey Jr. for Tropic Thunder, which is like which is the most wide known thing ever. Um, and he like got missing the point for of the Oscar movie. for that role. Yeah, people always forget that he lost and the then, Heath like, Ledger for the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, they should cancel fucking uh, the Film Academy. Cancel it. Yeah, and then they wanted to cancel Joji when they when like Zoomers realized he was filthy Frank. It's like, yeah. idiots. Like these, like I, infuriating. What is what are uh, what are Zoomers? The generation below us. Yeah. So I, we're millennials. You're not, you're not Gen Z. No. No. What year were you born? Ninety four and ninety one. Isn't ninety four Gen Z? No, it's millennials. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm like the uh, Gen, I think, um, Gen I think Z millennials up to ninety five. Yeah, right? Zoomers start at ninety six or ninety seven, depending on who you ask. But um, ninety four and ninety five are one hundred percent millennials. We're literally the end of it. Yeah, you're like borderline. Say, yeah, I don't know enough to argue it, so I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> do, do we actually care what my favorite comedy movies are? Yes, I, I oh, do. Yeah, do care? yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm actually uninterested, so. You're on oh, thanks thanks sweet i guess me and jake are gonna fight this episode yeah <laughs> ding 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 <laughs> so uh yeah i'm just really hard to please for fucking comedies like okay what jake and i will agree on is our love for forgetting, forgetting sarah, sarah marshall. marshall we'll agree on that one baby yeah that's fucking amazing my top four <laughs> yeah I, I love forgetting sarah marshall i really I need to watch it top four. it's been so long oh, so good i think you know what my problem is i think i i, I dislike stupid comedies that's uh-huh. why i'm a i really hate fucking will farrell yeah i almost dislike every single movie that he's in but like do you um, not consider austin powers stupid comedy <sighs> austin powers is very no. stupid yeah I, I don't actually because there's like there's a certain like 
charm and like swagger in and the depth way to and depth the, yeah. that that Mike Myers does that role and all those roles. Yeah, that it, it and I also and there's some nostalgia in there too. Of course, of course. Um, but like, yeah, that's why most comedies that have come out in the past like decade and a half, I really have not been behind. Well, I mean, it, studio comedies have just been on a huge decline yeah. in general. Like. Like, this past decade was horrific for studio comedies. Yeah. And that also, like, has to do with PC culture as well. And, you know, just, yeah, I mean, that's that's the big thing, I would say, is PC culture. Yeah. I really love, um, I really love Without a Paddle. Uh, if you've seen that, Jake. With I've not Seth seen that Green. since it came out. Yeah, with Seth Green. I fucking love that movie. Uh, Matthew, Matthew, Lillard. With Matthew Lillard. And Matthew Lillard, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, obviously, big Happy Gilmore fan. Yeah. Um. What else? There's also like some older movies that I consider comedies, like um, like Uncle Buck and fucking yeah. like um, Airplane, uh, Airplane, Plane, yeah. Trains, and Automobile, yeah. uh, uh, Ghostbusters to a certain extent. Ghostbusters sucks. Speaking Fuck. of Happy Gilmore, if you want to hear us talk about that, you can check it out on Bad Filmcast Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> we put we put Jake behind a paywall the first time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> well, uh, technically, this should also be behind a paywall, but um. Because it's not rotten. It's almost rotten. Um, or it's the audience, audience rotten, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, was it audience I, rotten? Yeah, I believe okay. it's audience so rotten. So it's audience rotten. They pulled people like Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this, this is audience rotten. Um, but we did Snake Eyes and with Mark Marco. So that one's obviously going to be the paywall. So I'm like, well, this one's... We, this is two episodes now we've done. This and Alita where the film actually isn't rotten for the free it's one. It's technically rotten, yeah. Um. But the, the reason with the Lita was because the Texas Chainsaw 2 episode was just really bad. <laughs> yeah. Fucking your boy over here drank way too much for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and literally took a nap next to me for the entire <laughs> I, I, fucking I know, episode. I know how that is. I had James take a nap on my, my podcast. Okay, but we were like four hours in when that <laughs> oh, happened. Speaking of which, I did find some sake. Oh, the, hey. uh, it's not soju, store. but it's, yeah, I mean, it is still so. is that the one that has like the bits in it? It looks a little cloudy. Yeah, that's what she said. She was like, I'm going to recommend this this cloudy variety to you if you're not an avid sake drinker. So much like James tasted soju on my podcast, I'm going to yeah. sample. So here. so so he's going to try some sake on this All podcast. Right, sweet. Although it wasn't me trying the soju. It was just me having it for the, it was first, the first time, time in, like, in a months. long time. It yeah, oh, okay. Gotcha. Because it was right after I discovered the liquor store to get it. All right, so you're he's like trying just reminiscing. Oh, it looks like cum. It yeah. looks like you're drinking yeah. cum. It looks like Terrence's drink of choice. Is it good? It's not bad. Does it taste like cum? Slightly. Yeah, it's oh. salt. Yeah, I, you know, to be fair, sake is kind of like slightly salty at times. Yeah, which is kind of strange. Much like cum. Yeah, those weird, those weird Japanese and their fetishes. Yep. You know that's why it's cloudy. Mm, that i know that's right <laughs> so so glad i came on the show guys thank you <laughs> it's so funny because like you come we i go on your podcast you're enthusiastic you're like ready to just talk about cinema <laughs> and then you come on this one and you're just like oh these fucking assholes are plugging the patreon again might as well plug it for them while i'm at it patreon.com slash bad film it's a different vibe on on this one than it is on mine i was gonna oh, say oh, jake and i had a had a really good conversation yeah. on this podcast yeah, I mean, we, Matt came on to talk about movies, not fucking Patreon and Soju. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you want to have me back on again, I'm available. I talk about movies. I talked about movies a lot the first time and, and the, the second time. And also the third time because we lost yeah. the second time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sucks. 
yeah, that was that was on Jake's end, so not my problem, not my fault. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I get, I guess it's a little of a problem for me because I liked it and want to share it with the world, but I guess that will never happen. Is sake like a thing you sip on, or is it more like you take shots of it? I think it could kind of be both. both yeah. Honestly, yeah, I think it, you uh, almost treat it like a like a fucking like bourbon or some shit. Yeah. The, the only other time I've had sake was in Los Angeles, and I. Uh, I split two bottles of it with my cousin at a sushi restaurant, and then I went to go see uh, Baby Driver at the Cinema Dome, and Edgar Wright and Bill Pope were there. So that's my my only other experience with sake. Did you get fucked up on the two bottles of sake or not? So we split it, so it was just one apiece. But, I mean, yeah, it was... Who's going to get canceled next from Baby Driver? Who's going to cancel next from Baby Driver? Yeah, because first it was Kevin Spacey, now Ansel Elgort. Who's next? Hoping it's not Jamie Foxx. Ooh, yeah, I hope it's not Jamie Foxx. That'd be that'd be a hard blow for me because of how much I love him and Miami Vice and Collateral. Yeah, also too, Jamie Foxx has collaborated so much with Kanye. He kind of he kind of he gets a oh fuck a I forgot. Like, yeah, he gets a pass I always. Forgot about it. yeah Kanye and Michael Mann. So it's like you know what, Jamie Foxx can't, Fox be, can't be handsome ham. Who got a pres- handsome ham? John Ham. Oh oh God oh I would hope not. No, I love John Ham. John Ham is wholesome as a motherfucker. There's no way he's getting yeah. canceled. Him and his Dude. giant Pete Davidson cock. Always forget oh, does he have a giant fucking, cock too? Yeah. Uh, John Barenthal's in that movie too, like briefly, because he like never oh, really yeah, comes he back. He just kind of like disappears. But his role in The Wolf of Wall Street is like one of my favorite characters. He's just such a fucking douchebag. Oh, he's super douchey. Remind he, like, me? He, he's the dude lifting weights in his mom's front yard. He's like got oh, a bench press. Fuck. And yes, this, kid, yeah. this kid walks up to him. He's got a baseball bat. And he, he like... He taps the kid in the crotch with his baseball bat, and he goes, "You getting any pussy with that thing, or what?" <laughs> and he goes, "Tell your sister I've been asking about her." <laughs> that, that's <laughs> how I bring am. some of your friends over. Let them watch. Let them watch. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's my personality Yo, what, right what there. What big dick energy? That's Huge. a fuck. I yeah. fucking I forget sometimes how much I love Wolf of Wall Street. Now, okay, here's a good question. Actually. Do you consider Wolf of Wall Street a comedy? Um. Yeah, it's like a, it's a. I don't. Really, I hate the word dramedy. Yeah, but it's a drama. It's a comedic and drama. Common. Yeah, it's a, yeah. yeah. That's the best way. To okay, put it, comedic so, drama. Yeah, maybe like I am more fond of comedic, comedic dramas. dramas then, yeah, because like especially with like those older films that I named, like that's like my niche. Like I love that yeah. shit. Whereas like something like this, I'm just like, all right, I get well, it. You're yeah, retarded. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street it's is retarded. fucking hilarious though. It's, yeah, it's, it's so, so funny. funny. Yeah, so funny. Like, it's borderline comedy, but it's I, I feel I'm I'm hesitant to call it a comedy just because it's a Scorsese movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's too long though. And there I don't know, there's just something missing from it. That like I thought when I rewatched it last year, when I was just going through Scorsese because Irishman was coming out, um, I thought I was like, No, I'm gonna love it. And then I just it's it's good. It's yeah. very good, but it's not like you know, it's not casino. It's not it's, it's my uh, it's favorite. Not the Irishman. It's my favorite Scorsese, for sure. I mean, I, th- I think it's in my top five. I'm really high on Wolf of Wall Street. Um, yeah. Honestly, it might be mine too. Irishman, Casino, After Hours, Goodfellas, then maybe Wolf of Wall Street. I I used to really watched, like. It. I finally what? watched uh, After Hours in quarantine because I was like, it's okay, so I'm good. gonna knock out the rest of the uh, Scorsese movies, dude. Yeah. That movie's just about being horny. <laughs> It's the great. Entire movie. It it's rules. Just about being Has Terrence seen that movie? <laughs> Dude, it was a big influence for the Safties. I can see that for sure. It's definitely uh, stylistically for sure. It's so good. 
and it's it, like, it's so unlike Scorsese's other movies, which I it's something I really like about it. So it's like um, Age of Innocence, which I think is very underrated from him, um, and I like that. You know, they just feel different and not like the typical just like trademark gangster yeah. Scorsese. You know that uh, that everyone like knows him for. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I don't know. I think Wolf of Wall Street is a. Uh, I'd say undoubtedly his most fun movie. Oh yeah, that's it's so, dude. It's easily. so much fun. Um, is is it is it over three hours? Um, I think it's like exactly three. It's very it's very close, but I think it flies by though. I mean, I don't I don't think there's a lot wasted in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I was gonna say when I like even on first viewing of Wolf of Wall Street in the theaters, not for a second was I like, wow, this movie's carrying on. Yeah, no, I mean, no. no, there there's it's definitely there's other 3-hour movies I like that drag way more. Is it, it is one, uh, it is 3 hours on the dot. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. That's um, so funny. Yeah, there are definitely other 3-hour movies I like and in that range or even shorter movies like, you know, the the evil runtime of 2 220 or 240 um that I like that feel longer than Wolf of Wall Street, but um it's still you kind of feel a little bit and uh yeah. Speaking of run times, I think Walk Hard is a brisk like ninety three minutes. Beautiful run time right there. It is a great run time. I definitely appreciated the run time, especially because I didn't Dude, like it. Can we appreciate how like epic of a scale Walk Hard has to cover somebody's entire life in ninety three minutes? Yeah, it and it like n- you never feel like you need more for the plot nah. or anything like that. Nah, almost I, you could argue that you need less. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. What don't you like about Walk Hard? I, I, I really it's fucking love to stupid, know. dude. The fucking bit where every time he walks in on them doing drugs, amazing. Get out yeah. of here, Dewey. <laughs> you don't want none of this. Well, does We're it get you addicted? Reefers. Yeah, that the, line was funny. Does it I get you it addicted? Funny. No, it's not addictive. Is it expensive? It's the cheapest drug out there. Well, does it give you a hangover? There's no hangover. I think I kind of want it. <laughs> dude, my, dude, I, this one, uh, when I rewatched it, like I always think the weed one and the cocaine one are so funny because the cocaine one is, we're doing cocaine. It turns all your bad feelings into feels, good, feelings. good feelings. It's a nightmare. But uh, <laughs> on the third one, when they're doing pills, he's like, what are y'all doing? And he goes, we're doing pills, uppers and downers. It's the next logical step for you. <laughs> <laughs> like that that running gag is uh, like one of the best I, okay me saying i don't like this movie doesn't mean i didn't think there were parts of it that were enjoyable okay that's a great bit i also like the last part of that bit where it's like it's viagra yeah, <laughs> yeah that gives, was good did too. you hear what i said it gives you a boner <laughs> so uh, yeah dude, the, the best running bit in that movie though is a uh, wrong kid died yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt was talking about yeah. how he liked that one too. Yeah, the, da- the I like the dad a lot in this movie for sure. Um, that's oh, a great fun bit. fun fact. When the dad comes to visit the hotel room, you know how that guy like shows his dick in the corner of the the screen, like the naked yeah. dude just walks in. It's just like a crotch shot. That dude is the dude who directed Peanut Butter Falcon. What? Isn't that weird? <laughs> that's such a weird little fucking weird little random trivia. Yeah. That guy's got a pretty average sized dick. He's, he's directed other things too. Uh, I'm trying to see what else. Hold on. Could you imagine if you're just like, yeah, I just want my dick to be in this movie? 
Honestly, that's like something I would do. Yeah? Yeah. But like, how would we know it was your dick? Matt, everyone yeah. that knows me has seen my dick and my ass. I mean, that, it, would have a, like, it would have a gold yeah. chain hanging off of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you really fucking just hate the gold chain, Jake. So I, I think you're jealous. I think you want a gold chain. He's uh, he's only directed one other movie besides Peanut Butter Falcon, which I've never heard of. It's called The Moped Diaries. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Sounds but, like a gay name for a movie. But he, So, Jake, uh, you don't like the fucking gold chain? Why not? He, and he's only got three acting credits. Uh, Walk Hard, <laughs> Identity Thief, Walk Jason Bateman, and then the movie he directed, The Moped Diaries. Huh. Very interesting career. Matt asked you why you didn't like why you don't like the chain. Uh, because it's egregious. <laughs> Whoa. Damn. How is it egregious? This guy's throwing out SAT words to fucking I describe know. your chain. Fuck. You can't you can't be that educated on this podcast. You have to use dumber words. Are you not drinking this episode? No, I've I've been drinking too much with you these want episodes. One claw? No, I'm good. Dude, I fucking I drank so much yesterday. Um, I might actually have one. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I might I might have one. Which um I wasn't even planning on drinking, but uh I mean I I probably knew deep down inside it was gonna happen, but um dude, those are so good. They're 200 calories, though. Yeah, but they're have very good. 200 fuck, calories? Fuck it. I'll have one, too. Not allowed. Oh, see, look at look at this boy giving it a peer pressure so quickly. I was about to say, have you seen the movie uh, Warrior with Tom Hardy? Um, what movie? Warrior with Tom Hardy? Have I seen that? Have you seen that? Uh, yeah, I think I have. I think I've seen it. The, it's like the UFC movie, but like it's, oh, a great, yeah, yeah. it's a great scene in the beginning when he goes to see his dad played by uh, Wait, Mickey so Rooney. Before, before, Hold on, before we cheers and take a sip, we're drinking uh, Corona Refrescas, a guave lime flavor. I bought these thinking they were hard seltzers, which they're not. They're more of like a lighter uh, alternative to like Mike's Heart, I guess. Um, but they have a very good scent to them and a very good flavor as well. Yeah, um, this is very aromatic. This, is like a, this would be like a nice candle or dish soap. Yeah, despite still being able to smell the malt liquor in there. But it's it's uh, it's good good sweetness, good flavor. Um, guava is a flavor you don't really see a lot in many drinks. So, uh, cheers. Cheers. Lovely. Oh, wow. Right? Wow, this it, is very nice. Isn't what it good? I was, it's what like, I was yeah. saying, though, is Tom Hardy goes to see his dad for the first time because his dad was an alcoholic. So, he stopped talking to him. His dad is sober when he gets back. And Tom Hardy's like drinking and taking pills and he's like nodding off. And he looks at his dad and he says, I think I liked you better when you was a drunk. <laughs> that, that's that's how I feel about James right now. <laughs> Which is where I was going with it. <laughs> no, it's just you know we had the the Good Burger and the Clerks episode, and then there was <sighs> other ones. I before that, I was just like, I just need a, a break from getting drunk on the podcast for a bit. Just because James has like a very fine line. James goes to like average James, and then as he steadily keeps drinking, he gets to a like a like a pinnacle point where it's like. This is great drunk James. Yeah. And then like one more sip of anything and it immediately goes to fucking blackout. I'm on the floor, James. That's a 10,000% <laughs> correct. The, the amount of text I got after his episode that said, bro, if this motherfucker doesn't let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know how Terrence feels every episode. <laughs> Wait, what? What are we talking about? What you texted him or no 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 he's like everyone who listened to the episode oh, was oh. texting him. <laughs> yeah not me yeah <laughs> yeah 
No, but that was good when I was drunk for your podcast. I just I just needed a fucking. We we got an argument about the movie Drive, which ultimately evolved into an argument about Jurassic Park and Jar Jar Binks somehow. <laughs> what? Super strange. <laughs> I don't even know how. It's like it's pretty organic how it, how it transitions into that. <laughs> It's a talent of being a podcaster, uh, a world-renowned podcaster. A, wor- a world-renowned podcaster? Hey, look, I, I got big fans in Australia. The amount of effort yeah. that it took to make that argument stay because uh, James's XLR cable fucking took a shit. Yeah. So I had to like literally go sentence by sentence to like revive this audio and like make it sound crisp. I think it worked. I, I bought a new XLR cable to replace it. <laughs> I think it worked so, though. I was like, I gotta yeah. keep this part because like it's a heated argument over nothing. I know. I'm, I'm good at that. <laughs> nothing <laughs> important. <laughs> but yeah, so yesterday, um, I had some friends come over who I hadn't seen. Some of them I uh, I hadn't seen since like last summer. Um, but we uh, we went to the beach by my house, which is literally five minutes away, which is nice. Um, and then we got Chick Fil A, and then we went to Seven Eleven, and we picked up drinks including these nice corona refreshes guave lime flavor did, did uh, they sponsor this episode and i don't know yes they did. Oh, okay. yeah, what's yeah. your uh what's your chick-fil-a order uh i so that's a good big brain i don't get fries i just get more chicken yo me too we are related so my chick-fil-a order is um a spicy chicken sandwich pepper jack cheese no pickles um i get now I get tenders because they didn't have tenders for a while during, um, you know, when when COVID just started, when the China virus, the Kung flu, you know, when it all just started, they only had the nuggets. Thanks for um, having me on, James. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so I'd, I'd get like a six piece nuggets, but now I'll get uh, like a two, maybe three piece tenders if I'm feeling extra fat. Mm-hmm. Um, I got uh, half lem- half lemonade, half unsweetened iced tea with more tea than lemonade. Wait, uh, that was you, a- you you order like this at the like the drive through? <laughs> no, no, it's through the app. Either you, way, you, you're a fucking dickhead. Oh, I want right. half lemonade, half unsweetened no, tea, no, but with slightly more that. tea. Yeah, no, no, you can pick yeah. that in the app. Yeah, dude, the app is so easy because it lets you just customize it like super. There's the an Chick- option for slightly more tea. Okay, I write that one in, but like other. Do, do you know that they do it though? Yeah, because you can taste how sweet it is. Because I don't want it too sweet. Oh uh, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, <laughs> but no, the Chick Fil A app is like essential because like one, the drive-through lines are insane, and in the city, like the walk-in lines are insane. So the mobile order, you just go right away through a separate line. It takes two seconds. You don't have to interact with anyone. You pay on there. You get points. You rack up points. I have. Like thirty three hundred points on there right now, and that's like a bunch of sandwiches. That's like three or four sandwiches right there. You eat in a free. lot of Chick fil A. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But I go with my mom too. So oh, okay, like, so you got, you're double yeah, dipping yeah. on the points, and I'm, I'm sure your mom pays for it. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah she's been paying for all the food since I've been home. Oh, man, it's so <laughs> it's, nice. It's I great. Wish. Uh, but we go to Chick fil A like once a week. All right, here's all right. You want my Chick fil A order? Wait, or are you, but, oh, you're not done. Okay. And then buffalo sauce, honey mustard. Uh, sweet sriracha, and then the honey roasted barbecue, which is in the packet, not the the square container. <laughs> Yo, Jake, you're right. This is a ridiculous order, right? <laughs> but like, that's so many sauces. All right, here's yeah, my four order. sauces. Here's my order. <laughs> you bitch. I love how we're. T- 
Are you even allowed to get four sauces? Yes. It, All right. It's two per item. Oh, okay. oh you're right. You're yep. right. Okay. Yep. Or, but on like the bigger ones, because I did catering for once. <laughs> You can pick like a shit ton, or they'll give you in like the uh, like the four ounce, eight ounces. Oh, sauce. Nice. oh, Matt! Before you go, this isn't a this is a not my order, but solid Chick Fil A story. One time, I was getting food for a whole bunch of people, and she was like, uh, at the drive thru she was like, uh, "Can I? What sauces can I get you?" And I said, "This is for a lot of people. Can you just give me as much as you're allowed to give me, dude?" I just now stopped having Chick Fil A sauce, and that was like two years ago. Get the fuck out. <laughs> She gave me so she you know like the the bag that your food comes in the big bag she gave you a whole she one. gave me a whole nother bag of just sauces what what a fucking MVP dude that's a yeah. solid Chick Fil A employee because like it, Southern it, hospitality it doesn't make sense though how like an establishment like Chick Fil A is so generous with the sauces even on a normal basis like outside of this saint that gave me a bag of them like today I went today that's the reason I brought it up. So today I went, and she gave me six sauces. No, I brought it up. I brought up Chick-fil-A. Did you? <laughs> yeah, because I went there Did with you? my friends yesterday. Oh, no, oh, I brought yeah. up the, the order thing. Yeah, yeah. That's Just what keep it was. Going. Keep, um, going, keep going, keep going, Regardless, I, uh, <laughs> she gave me six sauces for a sandwich and some fries. Wow, wow. That's, wow. Yeah, that's Super bad. generous. You go to McDonald's, and they act like the sauce is coming out of their paycheck. It's like, how do you yeah. get honey mustard? It's like, you sure? Dude, they add it on the fucking screen. Like, if you're in the drive-thru, like, you see it. And then if you ask for too many, they add, like, 25 cents. It's like, what? (laughs) Do they actually? They, yes. Dude, okay, here's, so, I want to say my Chick-fil-A one. But, like, so, my girlfriend and I will sometimes get a 20-piece nugget from McDonald's because sometimes we're fat and chicken nuggets from McDonald's are delicious. I don't care what you say. And we'll be like, oh, can we get um, ranch barbecue and honey mustard? Yeah. Half the time, they leave out one of the sauces. And if they ever actually include all the sauces, it's fucking one of each. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. But so at Chick-fil-A, here's my order. Um, it's a spicy – it's a regular spicy chicken sandwich, extra pickles. That's what my mom gets, extra pickles. Yeah. On hers. A – I pull the power move like you. I don't get fries. Yeah. So the, – The problem is they have quote-unquote waffle fries, but they're just normal fries in the shape of waffle fries because to be waffle fries, they have to have seasoning, which yeah, they don't have. Their fries are pretty bland if I'm being honest. But so my order is a uh, a regular spicy chicken sandwich, extra pickles, a spicy chicken deluxe sandwich, extra pickles, a um, half sweet tea, half lemonade. Wait, wait, we're, did you say two chicken sandwiches? Yeah, I got okay. two chicken sandwiches. No, that's what uh, Scotty no does. Yeah, but I got one deluxe and yeah. one regular. Okay, both with extra pickles. Okay, uh, and then a half sweet tea, half lemonade. More on the tea, less on the lemonade. Oh, you do that too? Yeah. Um, then why'd you and- criticize him for it? Because I just wanted to, <laughs> and then um, and then I get a chocolate chip cookie because it's fucking delicious. It is, but you're fatty. I don't get it every time. It's okay. like a treat. Okay. And then Matt uh, can have a chocolate chip cookie as a treat. Yeah. And then uh, I just get ranch, and then I dip the sandwiches in the ranch. Just ranch. Just ranch. You psychopath, oh, bro. Yeah, that's sociopathic. So no, because weird. the ranch goes so good with the spicy chicken. <sighs> I don't need all the fancy sauces. I just want the ranch. Oh, man. They got so many good sauces. Yeah, but their ranch is so good. I mean, I also don't like ranch, but like still. I do. Like, I like the sweet and spicy sauce, too. Whatever that yeah, one's called. Yeah, the sriracha. Yeah, that one's that really That one's good amazing. Too. Yeah, it's really I- good. I'll actually it. use that one for when I'm making tacos sometimes. That's a good idea. But uh, yeah, no. With the chicken sandwich, I'm pretty pure about it. I like dipping it in the ranch. It's fucking good. It's pretty funny because I love their buffalo sauce, but only on like Chick-fil-A. Like, anytime like, I brought, I've tried to drink yeah. <laughs> eat oh you're trying to drink the bar well, okay you caught me um oh i've tried to mix it with like other just food and it's just like it's 
doesn't dude it doesn't it's not taste drift compatible for you know what's good is you you get a, a large mac and cheese from chick-fil-a and then dump one buffalo sauce into it Ooh, buffalo mac and cheese that actually yeah. sounds really good it's amazing so what's your chick-fil-a order i'm super simple dude i go number one with a half and half and then if i'm like super hungry i'll get like three strips and like maybe a mac and cheese if it's like a hangover day Number one is just the basic chicken sandwich. Yeah. I like that one better than the spicy one. I like spicy food, but I'm not much on the Chick-fil-A spicy sandwich. Why do you like the normal one better? Is it just like the flavor of the spicy chicken? You don't like it that much? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Like I said, I like spicy stuff. I like buffalo wings and everything, but for the Chick-fil-A sandwich, I think it's better flavor on the the original. Plus, I'm a big fan of dipping in the Chick-fil-A sauce, so... Yeah, see, I'm not a I'm not a fan of the of the Chick Fil A sauce because I I really really dislike mustard. So anything that has mustard seed in it, I literally can't eat it. I don't really? taste any that mustard picky. In that. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's mustard like, in there. It's like I despise mayo, but like mayo is used in so many ingredients for stuff that like. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like mayo either. But there's something about like the fucking like taste of mustard that I cannot hmm. stand. So. So, anyway, walk hard. <laughs> walk hard. Wait, no. This is a Chick-fil-A podcast. Yeah. I haven't talked about Chick-fil-A on this podcast. I know. It's, long, and now I'm praising them. Fuck me. <laughs> the, God damn it. Times are changing. Uh, no. Just uh, have the Bob Dylan song clip. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. Fucking, is, uh, uh, is Chick-fil-A on Patreon? <laughs> Honestly, if they were, I'd probably subscribe. I wouldn't. <laughs> You'd subscribe to Popeye's. I would. Though, if you, I don't if know you, if I no, would. no, 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 no. If Popeyes had a Patreon and you subscribe to Popeyes on Patreon, then you're guaranteed flawless service every time. Oh, fuck, I would definitely yep. do that. Your order is never wrong. It's always hot and fresh. They do you give know, you plenty of sauces. Do you know how many times I go up to fucking? I I this was before they started making this the sandwiches at Popeyes. Yeah. Um, where I would just get like spicy chicken tenders. Yeah. Fucking dude, nine times out of ten, I go up to the drive-through line. Hey, can I get a five-piece uh, spicy chicken strips? Oh, sorry. We don't have spicy chicken strips right now. If you want to wait 20 minutes, we'll make some for you. It's like, motherfucker, don't you sell chicken? Isn't it your job to sell me chicken? Why do you never have spicy chicken tenders available, you cunts? <laughs> Sick of this shit. We we don't have like a Popeye's near me. So when that sandwich came out and it was like all this hoopla for it, me and my buddy like road tripped and we just ate two of them back to back we got a regular one and a spicy one dude my stomach was fucked for like oh two yeah, oh, yeah. I, see th- this is another thing i like over chick chick-fil-a more like popeyes you feel it in your stomach afterwards you or do. chick-fil-a honestly i almost never ever have issues i mean there's no question that chick-fil-a is cleaner than oh popeyes. my god way like, cleaner there's, there's no question as like much even shit as I give them. With the ones that I had at Popeyes, it was like it was like oily. Like you could yeah feel the grease in it. Yeah. Like you don't really get that with Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And I, I think that's definitely a reason why I like Chick-fil-A more. I want some Chick-fil-A now. Are they open? I fucking wish. <sighs> Dude, I, I love Chick-fil-A so much. <laughs> but uh oh yeah, so anyways. Uh getting back to the story I was telling, which has nothing to do with walk hard. Walk hard. Um I kind of oh, want to put in a soundbite oh, of of him saying walk hard, but like I feel like we're saying walk hard so much that like yeah, it definitely don't do that. It's gonna be so much work. But, That's too much, don't you? Know? But may- maybe I'll do it. Yeah, yeah so don't probably put any not. editing effort into it. your podcast, James. Hey, I put some great <laughs> editing into Showgirls. Did oh, because you? Yeah. you you took one 
section of a song and put it under some words. <laughs> if you listen to more than just the preview, you would know it's more than just that. How but about so- me editing your fucking ramblings out and having to fix your fucking XLR snafu? That's editing. <laughs> I just realized we never introduced Jake properly. You oh, never yeah, do. I forgot. Well... Yeah, but to be fair, if you if you're not subscribed to the Patreon, no one yeah. has technically heard you. Yeah, so I, I guess I guess 37 minutes in, uh, this so this, this is uh, Jake Sweeney, Swinney, Swindle, Swinney. Every time gets it wrong. Yep, it's part of the bit. Uh, Jake Swindle. He has a speech impediment. Yeah, it's called being autistic. Uh, Jake Swinney, host of First and Final Frames podcast. Where uh, they talk about the first and final frames of films, and uh, have a general film discussion, and he does a Matthew McConaughey quote, and I go on and I make his uh, listeners angry, and <laughs> I go on and discuss film oddly enough. <laughs> Dude, so all right, I'm gonna leave names out of it, but I got a text from the same friend who listens to every episode. After Matt's episode, he texted me, "Really like this guy." After James's episode, he texted me, I hate this guy, but might be my favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> what can well, I say? Every episode I'm on of, of Jake's podcast is the best episode of this Yeah, I was going to say, what, what, what's, what's better? Is it better to be well-liked or is it better to be fucking infamous? Well, James just thinks it's the best because he's on it. After his first one, he texted me, that was definitely your best episode. I'm like, you've only listened to one other episode. Yo, was I wrong though? This is not how you get features on other podcasts. <laughs> but see, like Jake's, you know, Jake and I became good friends really quick. Um, where you think it's not we're good like friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought we were. <laughs> James, you just James is gonna cry tonight. You know that, right? <laughs> I'm about to start taking shots. I don't, I'm not gonna lie. I hate sober James. <laughs> not a fan <laughs> what the fuck only one chain on <laughs> only one what <laughs> wait what do you say he said only one chain on uh, as you get more drunk <laughs> just you add more chains dude, by the end of my podcast he looked like fucking mr t dude he had like 17 chains piled up on his chest like they were making noise in the mic like he was just like Moving in his seat, and it was like, holy shit, it's so aggressive. <laughs> Those chains aren't cheap. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're pretty affordable. Yeah, they're actually. pretty affordable. They're pretty affordable. They're not, they're not real. Yeah, they're gold plated, yeah. but you know, so Matt has much, them too. How much does one chain set you back? No, the set was like one fifty for yeah. both of them. That was one fifty. Yeah, for both of them. For so you got two for one fifty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you want to hate gold chains to if you want to hate on the hate on the chain thing. It's definitely my fault. So I'm sorry. Yeah, Matt, Matt got them for like mo- like most things that I like. I got them from Matt. <laughs> I will say, uncut gems made me want to seek out some jewelry. Right? That's that's what I'm saying. It's it's it wasn't just Matt though. It was a combination of like uncut gems, yeah. Matt. Well, it's kind of funny like I have been talking about like 
the beard I have now. Uh, I had been I had been talking about upping like my accessories game for a long time now, as 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 <clears throat> terribly as that sounds. But uh, and after seeing Uncut Gems, I started looking at like companies. I'm like, all right, where can I get affordable like accessories <laughs> and shit that aren't gonna set me back too far, so I can look fucking dope. Yeah. And then I found this one company. I'm just like ordering it, and then I sent a picture to James in our group chat that we have, and James is like. Uh yeah, where'd you get these from? <laughs> well, A24 was like legit selling like Furby uh chains and they were like Which I regret not buying because they went up so much money on eBay. They were I definitely from the jump one. though. They were like 250 bucks or something. Yeah. And dude, and they, it was super misleading cuz when you look up when you look at the picture it's a close up. When you look at the actual dimensions, the Furby was only like an inch. <clears throat> So uh, I actually knew bummer. what the Furby looked like because I saw it in person at the that like uncut gems like pop oh, that up they pop had. Up that you went yeah. To, yeah. So they had them there, not for sale, but like so I knew how big it was. And what did they sell out quick? Bro, they they only made like five hundred or something oh, like that, fuck. something stupid low. Damn it! They sold out immediately. What a bummer! I'm pretty sure this shirt that I have on sold out pretty quickly too. Yeah. I, know, I regret not buying the the, the crew neck. Yeah, I, it's, I kind of forgot. Yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I guess we were talking about wall, wall card. No, I was so I was, so, um, so yeah. I ended up just drinking yesterday. Wasn't really planning on it. I was just gonna be like, oh, hanging out with some friends. But yesterday then like it we was went, Monday, correct? Yeah, okay. yesterday was Monday. Just making um, sure. And we went we went to Seven Eleven, and they just fucking bought a shit ton of beer. And I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I guess this is the direction the night's heading in. And we just were hanging out in my pool for hours, drinking tons of fucking beer and these Corona refrescas. And uh, pretty pretty much. And then I, I had a bang energy drink. And then later on, I had a fucking Runa. And then I had a fucking edible on top of that. So I was fucking drunk, had a bang energy drink, which is like the most intense energy drink, a Runa on top of that. And then I'm like, really fucked up at this point i'm like oh why don't i just had a fucking edible too just to throw on top of that this was this was You're, yesterday yeah this was yesterday jesus you're like dewey at the end of act two that's what i'm saying and that's <laughs> yeah. why i was bringing this up because like it felt like dewey so wait hold on. i feel like dewey on. i need that in like the i feel like pablo font i feel like dewey before we move on to that's dewey what flavor bang was it oh it's the best one which is black cherry vanilla no cherry limeade that's second best, so close. I haven't had black cherry vanilla, but cherry limeade tastes kind of similar to Mountain Dew Code Red. Uh oh, that sounds dude. Great. I've never had a bang vanilla energy. is amazing. I'll have to try that one next. But I've yeah, never had one. So Bang is the most intense energy drink. I don't know if I need that, dude. Honestly, honestly, Bang goes really good with edibles. It's oh, like right, three hundred well. milligrams of caffeine, and it has uh, some sort of creatine in it. Yeah. But Holy it's like shit. micro creatine or something. What yeah. is how much does Red Bull have in it? I don't know. Like I'm sure it's a lot. Well, it depends on what size Red Bull you yeah. get. Yeah, that's a good point. But like there's no sugar or calories or shit in it. Oh, so really? yeah. Hmm. So at least like that aspect is quote unquote healthy. But <laughs> oh dude, yeah. it's, fu- it's fucking poison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's definitely it's, it's poison. Yeah. Just you know how many fucking chemicals are in energy drinks? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just all chemicals. of them are bad. Except for Runa. Well, yeah, because yeah. it's made from fucking tea leaves. Yeah, but, but yeah, um, Bang is yeah. uh, like that's like cocaine in a can, essentially. Yeah. Well, that's like, do you remember when fucking four locos were actually like four yeah. locos, where it was like drinking 
an energy drink on top of like four shots in yeah. one fucking can. Do they have a, a a fucking cannabis like four twenty four loco? Yeah, the hemp one. Yeah, right? that sounds like the most disgusting tasting drink of all time. I wouldn't try it. Yeah, no, for sure, I would definitely not try it. Like four loco is already gross on its own. I don't need a weed flavor four yeah, loco. Even like the even the four locos that people are like, oh, this is the best tasting one. Still tastes like fucking battery acid. Yeah, watermelon's <laughs> the best tasting one, and it's like. It's drinkable when you're a, when you're in already high school. fucked no, up. No, it's drinkable when you're in high school or a freshman in college, and you're like still like, well, I'm just gonna drink garbage all the time. Well, yeah, because you could buy one of those, especially of the OG like recipe. Yeah. You could buy yeah. one, and like one got you fucked Dude, yeah. up, and it was like five. Do you remember? Do you remember Bud Light? I don't know if they still make them, but Bud Light Limeritas. Yeah, yeah, they still make they them. Still make they them. still make those. So yeah. that was dude, like really Frank. popular when I was in college. And it's just like fucking heartburn city, dude. Dude, Frank yeah, drinks dude, those. Those things are so fucking sweet. Oh, Frank dude, drinks those day. on the regular. Does he really? He's such a boomer. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that dude. Lime Marita's like... I, I'm like sensitive to like acidic oh, stuff. Oh, actually, they have anyway. a guave one, I think. Yeah. What'd you say? I said I think they have a guave one, actually. Yeah, I'm. I'm not good. I'm not good on all the sugar either, though. Like, if yeah. you get like a and the hangover, dude, because of all the sugar in it. It's, oh, oh yeah, brutal. If you get like a, a bad bartender to make you like an lit, I've gotten so hungover from yeah. lits like the next day. Fucking. So you disastrous. guys are in Long Island right now, right? Yeah. You Is know that... where I've been this whole time, which you know, you know. <laughs> Is it like a thing there, like Long Island iced teas? No, no. <laughs> um, I think they were. I think they. I mean, obviously, they were fucking originated here. I'm sure, but I mean, I think LITs are a pretty popular standing uh, yeah. bar beverage. It's just literally. It's like what five different types of uh, alcohol brown liquor. So like yeah. here, here in Maryland, it's like the go-to for an open bar at a wedding. Everybody just yeah. gets Long Island iced teas because it's like, all right, I got to get my money's worth real quick. Yeah, it's the best bang for your buck because but like, you're getting I, literally five different I, liquors. I don't know anybody that just like orders long island iced teas at like a bar oh like, that was me and matt yeah. circa like when we were like degenerately drinking like years ago yeah. that was like our go-to both of us yeah i would you have even like, more than me yeah i would have like four five six lits in a night and be fucking <laughs> toast that was that fucking rocked speaking we gotta of, go back uh, to lits man we gotta bring them back i don't know speaking what of if, new york islands uh king of staten island was dog shit yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I kind of figured it was going to be, dude. Fucking even Mar- with Marissa Tomei, she couldn't bring that back. Would you say? I said Marissa- even with Marissa Tomei, she couldn't bring it back a little dude, bit. Dude, she's she's not good in it. Like I love Marissa Tomei, but the dialogue that she's given is so fucking cringy. It's like a high school student wrote it, uh, and I'm gonna bring this back into Walkara because Apatow wrote this, and Apatow Walkar. wrote. Oh Walkar. yeah, he did. He yeah. co-wrote this. Yeah. But, this is the best thing Apatow's ever touched, dude. Hands as out. a writer. Apatow started so fucking strong, dude. Because he did Forty Old Freaks Virgin, and Geeks, right? Knocked up. Um, Wait, did he do Freaks and Geeks? He did. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Paul it, Feg did that too, right? I, I, Both I don't, of them. I don't yeah. have it right in front of me. I can look it up. But um, he wrote. I think he wrote the story for, or he wrote something for Pineapple Express. I know Seth Rogen like came up with that. But Judd Apatow has a writing credit on on Pineapple Express. So he started so strong, and then. Just all right. So take out writing. Just look at Apatow's career as a director. I'm going off the top of my head, so I, I don't think I'm going to miss any. 
40-year-old virgin directorial debut, front feature directorial debut. Great movie. Knocked up. Great movie. And then next was Funny People, which is middle of the road for me. Like I'm, I'm a little higher on Funny People than a lot of people are. Direct it. Um, yeah. And then I think this is 40, yeah. which is bleh. Uh, train wreck, which is garbage, and then King of Staten Island. King of Staten Island, dude, it's so like fucking cringy at times with the dialogue. Like, I, I literally covered my face. I'm like, I'm like, this is coming out of a fucking high school dramatic writing class, and yeah. he shares writing credits with Pete Davidson and somebody else. I'm pretty sure. The thing is, like, Pete Davidson's comedy kind of comes off like that a lot like he is if you've ever seen any of his his stand-up specials he is really fucking cringy almost all the time i like yeah. pete davidson feels like a psyop because like other than my f- one friend jason like i don't know anyone at all who is like yeah i love pete davidson like every or just him and the people that fuck him that's I've it i've never heard anybody say i love pete davidson yeah no i've never heard anyone just my say fucking that. friend jason maybe like we a grande which yeah like, she loved him. She doesn't love him currently. Yeah. yeah, that's true. She said it in her song. That's that's right. I still like. I just. I'm. I will always be jealous of Pete Davidson because of Kate Beckinsale. Um, I'm, oh, I thought you were gonna say you're jealous because of his cock. No, nah, I don't care so much about the cock. What's the Kate Beckinsale, Kate Beckinsale thing? He after after him and Ariana Grande were done. Him and Kate Beckinsale were together for like months. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, and now he's currently with Margaret Qualley, who I'm very jealous of. From from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, from the Leftovers, from Death Stranding, from My Dreams, Pussycat, from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? Yeah, dude. Wait, she's the daughter in Leftovers. Is that who we're talking about? Yeah. Oh god. And she's in Death Stranding. Guys, it's super annoying that I mentioned Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, <laughs> and we didn't go into a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood rant like I would on my podcast. You want to go into a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood oh, rant? I'm sorry. I'm currently what? watching I, Leftovers, which is why it like triggered me a little bit. I wish I had a Patreon plug. <laughs> Yo, that girl is beautiful. Right? Whew. Oh my god. Dude, she's she, got an interesting story, dude. Did have you like have you heard her backstory with like being yeah. an actor? Uh not necessarily, but isn't she someone's um like isn't she an actor's daughter? Like right? Isn't know. her mom an actress? Am do you I know what do you know that do you know another actor with the last name Quayley? No, I think I think she's just like no. she's from like fucking Montana or some like middle of nowhere. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, apparently, this is what I heard. Apparently, she was like on the verge of giving up. She was gonna come back home. I think I think it was Florida, her, where her dad lives. She was gonna like go back and live with her dad, and uh, she had a she had a um, audition for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Apparently, and apparently before she even did the audition her dad was trying to like talk her down and saying hey you could be in the next tarantino movie or something like that and then apparently she was like on her i don't know how true this is but apparently she was like on her way to the airport or like getting ready to go when she got the call back for once upon a time and then she but got why the would she give up because she was already did the leftovers at that point. well that that's why i'm like second guessing that story now because i didn't know she yeah was wait also too because i am right her mom is andy mcdowell Andy yeah. McDowell? Who? This lady. Oh, Podcasting yeah. is an oral medium, Matt. Yeah. All right. I'm looking at her fucking film career. I'm sorry. Groundhog's Day. Fucking um, green card. Love Dude, well, after love. That story was clearly bullshit then. 
Yeah, that sort of was definitely bullshit. Yeah. Because yeah, I do because I remember when I started watching the leftovers, I was like, wow, this girl is beautiful. Yeah. And I looked her up and I'm like, oh, it's Annie McDowell's daughter. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. James, yeah, if you no, took I, the time to edit these things, I would say edit that whole part out. I used to edit the episodes, but now we're professional enough where everything we say is gold and uh so we don't need to edit parts oh, yeah, out anymore. She's in fucking St. Elmo's Fire, Hudson yeah. Hawk, like Footloose. I oh, she was in Hudson Hawk? Yeah, I forgot how much stuff Annie McDowell's been in. Yeah, she was uh, She was the love interest in, in oh. Hudson Hawk, yeah. Yeah, dude, I fu- dude, Margaret Qualley, her and Dakota Fanning, which is funny because they're both in Hollywood, are like the top two choices if I could have like any actress for um, you know my script that she's like I want to make. Stunning. This, this is yeah. my only thing. I have to go on a once upon a time in Hollywood rant, just very briefly. Yes. How fucking disappointing is it that if Tarantino's actually going to make just 10 movies, how disappointing is it that Hollywood was not the 10th because how perfect that ending would be to end your career on? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Dude, right? Look, you know, look, people like fucking Miyazaki have ended his career so many times. Like, you really think Tarantino's just going to stop making movies? Well, like, I don't thing, believe dude, it for Tarantino's a second. Tarantino's been saying that for, like, years. I'm only yeah. making 10. He's it's, it's like a long-running thing. Yeah, I know. He's been saying that forever, but, like, then he's going to stop, quote-unquote, stop making movies, and then he's going to be like, I want to make movies again. Like, I don't, I don't believe for a second he's going to permanently stop yeah. after 10. Like, I feel tar- like Tarantino's like, he's the type of guy, especially like he's been involved in movies and like film is his, so much of his life that like, there's no way you're, there's no way you're telling me in like five years of him being quote unquote retired that he's just like, I got this amazing idea. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. Like, there's no way. That's literally what's going to happen if he retires. Yeah. Well, because look at it, look at it this way too. Uh, Reservoir Dogs is what? 92. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been making movies for less than 30 years. I don't think he started and he he started kind of late, right? Yeah, I mean, look, he's literally hitting his strides now. He like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the transition into his late period. That's we, we, we talked about period. this on on my, my podcast actually. Um this like you you said I hate to fucking quote you, but you said <laughs> if he Damn only it. does 10, we're being denied one of the greatest late runs of in filmmaker history. That's right. Oh, yeah. I was like, fine. I fucking agree with you for once. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> your Chick-fil-A order is bullshit, but your take on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Quentin Tarantino's career? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> There's, it's like, it's so funny how different Jake's attitude is on this podcast compared to <laughs> his. I got no rules here, baby. That's true. That's true. And why aren't you saying slurs yet, buddy? <laughs> Wait, no, not we doing that. that rule. Um, no, it is. Uh, I was thinking about it the other day though. I was like, man, if he were to, if he were to go out on Hollywood, imagine how impactful that ending would be. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a perfect bow on like a career. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dude, considering it's for, also his first masterpiece, the last title card in your Hollywood career to be once upon a time, dot, dot, dot in Hollywood written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. That's, that's so fucking perfect. Yeah, but hopefully, uh, you know, we we get that long late period, and he doesn't do fucking Star Trek. Fuck that. 
Ugh. Dude, I don't think that's imagine happening. like I was... imagine like having Hollywood and then just being like, yeah, let me do one more and you end your career on <laughs> Star a fucking Trek. Star Trek movie. I mean, yeah, I'm... he's definitely gonna end his re- end his career with the Star Trek movie. <laughs> Dude, I was <laughs> so uninterested in the Star Trek movie. Like, I'm curious. Like, I would love to see what a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek, especially because like be. he described it as Pulp Fiction in space. But like, but like if that's the last one, fuck that. Like, no. Yeah, that would be definitely so no. unsatisfying. Dude, so my my big thing is. I like Hollywood so much. I don't know if he's going to top it for 10. So I feel like the only thing that's going to be satisfying for 10 is if he does do Kill Bill 3. But I don't think there's a lot to do there. Like, I yeah, think Kill and Bill's like, like Kill Bill is also just not that up. good. So like Kill Bill f- feels complete with two movies. Yeah. Yeah. Which counts as one or whatever. But yeah, I don't know why he wants to do a third one. Like, it just seems either. like a waste. I just don't know what you would do. Like I haven't yeah. seen either Kill Bill in like quite some time. Yeah. But like like you said, I, I don't really feel like the well. Kill Bill yeah, two wraps everything up, like puts yeah. a bow on it. I mean, that's probably also why like it hasn't happened because <laughs> like yeah, it's probably like what am I gonna do? I mean, he probably knows what he wants to do, but it's just like at the same time, there's like much more interesting things he can be doing. Yeah, and it's just crazy that like one of the biggest cinephile filmmakers of all time makes a movie about Hollywood, and that's not what he goes out on. Yeah. Like that that should be the thing that we were working up to for 10. Like Yeah. You know, oh, we're finally going to get, you know, he he touched on it briefly with um Inglorious Bastards with filmmaking a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, uh, my ideal late period trajectory for Tarantino is that like he continues on this trend of history revisionism um cuz that's like when he's at his best. We actually did a podcast on this and we said for number 10, we want him to revisit the Lincoln assassination and bring Daniel oh. Day-Lewis out of retirement. Oh. And get this. Walton Goggins plays... Uh, uh, John Wilkes Booth? Yeah, John Wilkes Booth. I was oh, <laughs> that would be pretty rule. good. That would be pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That would so fucking rock. The idea, though, like we kind of went like a little tangent with it. The idea is that... Uh, Daniel or Daniel Day Lewis's Lincoln gets killed relatively early, like end of the first act, and the rest of it's Goggins on the run. <laughs> I think that would be pretty cool. Honestly, that sounds super fucking interesting. But wait, what if like you you like you just see him don't. shoot it? What I don't know. What are you gonna say? Not not anything with black people. All right, that's good. what you Thank were thinking. You. That's what I was thinking. No. <laughs> no, no. So you have a shot and it's uh Goggins like shooting Lincoln, but you don't see Lincoln actually being shot. And then it's just Goggins like on the run and you don't go and then like the plot twist through the movie is that it's revisionism and he missed the shot. Ooh. Or like and then Let's Lincoln, write this movie. <laughs> and Lincoln's still alive. Yo, that would fucking rule. <laughs> That would be kind of good. I, I right? Mean, I, I, sound, I like it. Especially, like, if you played it as just, like, a straight-up, like, just, like, a stylistic biopic. Like, it, you know, it was just, like, you know, you're going through history of, of it, but it's all, like, super stylized, so it doesn't feel like a, a boring biopic like Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And you, you have that scene. You don't see Lincoln actually die. And then, like, halfway through the movie... Like he finds out that Lincoln's still alive. That would fucking that'd be cool. Or or they actually end up faking Lincoln's death because Lincoln and John Wilkes Booth are lovers and they go on the run together. <laughs> Dude, 
what, what if and then it just it turns into and, moonlight. Yeah. <laughs> Except what if he did fuck? it and the, the Lincoln assassination is just like a Django Unchained style shootout? It's just <laughs> it's just much worse than it actually was in real life. <laughs> and and it's like fucking Abraham Lincoln comes after John Wilkes Booth and they're fucking having like a huge fucking shootout. It would be I'm, the greatest movie of all time, bringing Daniel Day-Lewis out of retirement. Tarantino's to play Lincoln la- again, Tarantino's last feature. <laughs> Walt Goggins in the role of a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> the assassination of, of Abraham Lincoln by the coward yeah. John Wilkes Booth. It's just it's just Lincoln meets Abraham Lincoln uh, vampire hunter. <laughs> well, there's no vampires. Well, there's no vampires. <laughs> vampires ended up being a... Uh, a uh, soliloquy or metaphor for yeah. for gay people. <laughs> uh, that sounds homophobic. No, no, it's not. No, I, no, I'm portraying Lincoln as a proud gay president. What are you talking about? Yeah, but you said the vampires represent the gay people. Yeah, to the fucking. And so he's hunting vampires. No, no, he's no, ha- no, he's no, no, like, no. It the, can be seen as like gays no, the, are like no, the vampires are and like them. blood and AIDS no, in the, the col- 80s. The it takes place in the 80s. The colonies are hunting. Dude, so Wait, like this movie takes place in the 80s. Yeah. You know Daniel Day Lewis and Lincoln, like Spielberg's Lincoln. Imagine him and fucking Tarantino's Lincoln. How different the performance would be because Tarantino's no way gonna go for what Spielberg wanted. Oh yeah, no, there's no way. That's what I'm <laughs> it's saying. Just like there will be blood with like a different <coughs> facial hair pattern. <laughs> Lincoln's like given the emancipate. Um, Emancipation Proclamation. Oh. <laughs> you got it. You got it out. Yeah. yeah and, and just starts and just drops a hard R in the middle of it. Oh, no. <laughs> Once again, James, thanks for having me on. <laughs> Look, it's Tarantino. We it makes sense. No, no, it's it's Tarantino. It makes sense. I mean, it makes sense for Tarantino. I'm not saying that that would be a good thing. I'm just saying if we're thinking logically of how Tarantino would do it. Yeah, that's true. I can't believe Django Unchained hasn't been canceled yet. No one's brought that up. Why would it be canceled? I don't know. Because everyone's canceling everything. True. It's all insane. Jimmy Kimmel's getting canceled. Good. He's As he fuck. should. Fuck He him. sucks. Why is he getting canceled? Uh, apparently, Kimmel had done like a decent amount of blackface bits in the past. Um, oh, yeah. This was on like the man show. I don't know what it was on. I just just saw like the screenshots on Twitter. This was like months ago, this discourse. This is Uh, old news. Oh, is it? I'm I'm late to the party. I haven't heard about it yet. I'm also late. I'm like Like, very plugged into just one period on Twitter. Uh, Might be. Guys, I'm pregnant. Aww. (laughs) Terrence is the father. (laughs) (laughs) No way. Honestly, like, I don't know how we top fucking Tarantino's lincoln at this point in the podcast like that's just great that's just fucking great idea dude yeah, yeah right. we, we i don't Jake. remember what episode it was on when we brought it up we were just me and reed were like drunk spitballing like what do you want to see for tarantino's 10th feature and i was like dude revisionist history of the lincoln assassination and it would just it just rolled from there no it's a fucking great idea yeah i like it what Wait, else we, would be good for revisionism for tarantino oh my god tarantino's the passion of the christ Honestly, oh, I would be fucking here oh, for that. My. And we bring back Mel Gibson <laughs> as Jesus. Yeah, as Jesus. Nice. Oh, Dude, anybody's my. playing Jesus in Tarantino's Passion of the Christ. I want fucking Sam Jackson. I was about to say it's got to be a black man. It's got to be Sam Jackson, dude. 
That's pretty it's got to be it's got to be fucking Tarantino's most prolific actor. You got you got to put him as Jesus. It only makes sense. No I'm wait sick wait. Of these motherfucking apostles in this motherfucking desert. The passion of the Christ, but it's duh like Spike Lee's <laughs> DA. <laughs> Did you see his new one yet? No, I, I watched like. Bloods. Like I've, heard, ha- I've heard good things. I watched like a half hour, and then I'm like, I don't want to watch a movie. All right, and, so and, I'll, and I'll get back to it eventually. But I'm like, when I just we were don't. talking about runtimes, that's a movie that I feel like could have seriously benefited from like a thirty minute to like an hour trim. Oh yeah, because it's like it? it's like two and a half. Ugh. Yeah, like if, dude, if that movie was ninety shit. minutes, I, it would have fucked. Like I would have loved it. Yeah, it's just it like seems a way lot too long. Of, uh, Spike does that, and sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. He likes dude. To Malcolm X is like the longest fucking thing ever. Which one? Malcolm X. Yeah, yeah, that one's like like you don't hours, need most of that beginning. Like you can you can go on without it. You can condense it. You can give the spark notes version. It just it takes too long to get going. Mm. Yeah, and by that this, point it's like this one's got a anymore. lot of um, it's got a lot of meandering in it, and um, it's I, I like the premise of the movie. It's um, it's not bad, but it's like I just feel like it could have been could have been cut down a bit. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably check it out. I heard someone recommended it to me. I don't know yeah, who. Uh, Jake's a good replacement for Terrence. Yeah, I talk more than him. Yeah, yeah. how do you feel about uh, doing a second podcast? That's you know, it's funny that you say <laughs> that because I was just thinking, I'm like, what if what if we just did a podcast of of me, man, Jake? Oh no, I just meant replace Terrence with Jake. Oh, oh, well, you said second podcast. Yeah, podcast. second podcast for him. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Is Terrence going to listen to this? Like, Oh, no, of course not. No, absolutely but, not. But like, we say this stuff to his face anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, this isn't... No, it, it would be really shitty of us if we said this stuff behind his back. Oh, no, yeah. Anything bad we ever say about Terrence, we say probably worse to his face. It's probably true. Yeah. Or at, at least equally as Definitely mean. equally as bad. Yeah. But um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a trooper. Yeah. But, you know... Terrence. He brings it upon himself. That's true. So. He doesn't give a shit about this podcast. He really doesn't. But that's yeah. why he gets ten percent of the Patreon. Less than ten percent. Less than ten percent. Less than ten percent. Which honestly, speaking of Patreon. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Patreon, Patreon.com slash bad I love that like Jake's bit is bringing up the Patreon <laughs> now make, because it's making Did fun you? of me bringing up the Patreon. I was on a some fucking random stream today. Um, I got invited. What the fuck was that about? Yeah, I got invited onto. It's called. uh, What the fuck is it called? I don't really care. Um, It's called Break the Rules. I clicked Uh, on it and he wasn't even on there. Yeah, because I was on for the first hour. Because then I had a fucking work thing I had to do. Um, But yeah, it's called Break the Rules. I was on the stream today, and they were like the discussion was tearing. You know about the tearing down of statues, and that's and that's what the discussion was about. And you know. I started it off with saying it's like, well, you know, statues are inherently the most gay thing of all time because you're literally, you know, creating a monument to another man. And it's like, if that doesn't sound incredibly gay, this is why I'll never be third host, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) for things like that. Not that there's anything wrong with being gay. It's just the gayest thing of all time. That's all. How'd they feel about that comment? Um, They laughed. So good. 
Yeah. Also, why the fuck? No offense, but why would anyone care what you have to say about right? Taking right statues down? That's that's what I was thinking. I'm like, why am I invited on here? Like, like what wh- the fuck what, am I gonna contribute to this? What like what does that even fucking have to do with like the theme? They're of, not like, even our fans show. of the podcast. Like they've never even listened to the podcast. I'm like, what? 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 Yeah, let's I was ask, just like, let's ask the guy with Mr. T Gold Trains who's had two Twitter accounts suspended. <laughs> what he thinks about this political issue? <laughs> it's like, yeah, He's I right. talk about politics on Twitter, but like nothing ever insightful. <laughs> like I'm like, dude, I'm he, the he texted guy. me last night and he was like, "I'm going on this uh, live stream to talk about the statues being torn down." And I was like, "You should, <laughs> you should suggest all the statues be replaced with the Patreon link." <laughs> <laughs> I could get on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> But what but I, I I did I did say on the podcast I'm like we should just replace every statue in America with Ted Kaczynski. What? And Chris For the Dahmer. love of fuck, can we talk about walk hard? Walk hard. <laughs> walk That's why hard. Came on here. Jenna Jenna Fisher was cute. <laughs> I don't know. Talk about fucking walk hard, then. I guess. Dude, all right. I want to argue with Matt for a minute. Yes, let's sure. do it. Ding, because ding, ding. Matt, Ooh, saying I should put in the sound effect for that. All right, Matt, are you saying it's not a funny movie or that it's not a good movie? <sighs> I mean, I guess that question, like, no matter what my answer is, like, it could be both of those things. But there are moments that are funny. Um, the first, like, to be fair, the first like thirty minutes to forty five minutes of this film, I was actually like, all right, like, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on board with this. Um, and what I said to James, and I kind of stand by this statement, is that this would be a great, like, short or ongoing SNL bit. Um, but at even the hour and 36-minute runtime that it had, after 45 minutes, I'm like, I'm like, I am so done. I am so done with these fucking jokes. How could it be I, a good short when it covers somebody's entire life? Yeah, well, I mean, because I didn't even care about the latter half of his life. Is you're not talking about honest. fucking MacGruber that stemmed from an SNL skit, which works in like an, an episodic format. Walk Hard does not work episodically. Yeah, why not? Just do uh, a bit of uh, each stage of his life. That's the go. funny. That's the funny reoccurring joke in the movies that you get to these different phases of his life, and they actually call it out. It lo- looks like this is another chapter in your life, Dewey Cox. Yeah. And one of the greatest exchanges of all time. With and you never paid for drugs, not and you never once. was paid for podcasting equipment. Yeah, but I paid Man. for all the fucking uh, all all the fucking getting to your apartment. No, 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 you can break it down by every line, every shot, or every edit. Almost every line, every shot, or every edit is a joke. And it doesn't feel that way. Every single line, edit, or shot in that movie can get a laugh. But it doesn't feel like it's like joke, 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 joke. Because it actually it's yeah. cohesive. It's some of I mean, Apatow's yeah. best writing, which I just finished saying that he's turned into a shit writer recently. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's not cohesive. I just don't find the jokes funny. Like, name a joke you didn't find funny. Because humor's subjective, so it's hard to hard to argue it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it might be easier to name the jokes that I did find funny. I did like the recurring bit of the drug thing. 
I thought that was funny. I like amazing the, bit. Very good bit. I like the recurring bit of his dad constantly saying the wrong son died. Good bit. Um, I also like the bit a lot. It's weird, actually. I think I like the recurring bits the most. Yeah. Um, I like the bit where Kristen Wiig um, kept having more babies. Yeah. I thought that was fucking funny. Um, How about when John C. Riley plays a 14-year-old and they address the fact that he's playing a 14-year-old? Yeah, the age thing, good. I, I, that I was kind of more inconsequential. And like the first time they did it, I was like, "Oh, that's cute." But um, I don't like John C. Riley, which is like insane Whoa, because, what? like, yeah, exactly. Boogie Nights, Hard Eight, and uh, even though I don't nah, like Magnolia, nah, he's one of our most right, versatile me, actors. Uh, let me let me rephrase that. I don't like John C. Riley as a comedic actor. Didn't didn't you just did say you, you ever watch at the beginning of this show? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he hates. I also brothers. hate his stepbrothers. Oh, you, you hate his stepbrothers. Yeah. Did you ever watch um, uh, what was that show he did? Oh, uh, Doctor Steve Rule, Steve Rule, yeah. spinoff <laughs> of the the Eric, the Tim and Eric skit. No, that I had some show. No, He's so that. good as that. Oh, real quick, uh, I just watched Eric Andre's new stand up today. It's great. It's fucking funny as shit. Yeah, I didn't yeah. watch the stand up, but I saw his show back in uh the fall last year and it's the same thing it's so fucking funny so um, but ba- based off of when i went and saw it it's amazing yeah uh, i don't know i just like i don't really like like the like heavy set over the top like physical humor comedian i call it like the chris harley comedian like what I is fucking don't... physical about walk hard though yeah, it's not really physical no, at I mean, all. Like, I, I feel like they use. He's not like, doing his kind like of falls. Like, no, but I, I feel like they use like his like you know his like weight and like doofy look as like part of the selling point for his roles. Do you think That's he's like heavy? Most comedic actors heavy-ish. Is that? I, I guarantee you, his Chick Fil A order was like half of yours. <laughs> Yo, chill. I don't even get fries. <laughs> yeah know. he's really just, not no he's not that, that heavy yeah he's like he's not i honestly we probably are the same size yeah to be fair yeah um but i also consider myself a little heavy so yeah you know whatever but no i just I, I don't really like him it's the same reason why it's the same reason why i don't like will farrell um i just don't like that style of comedy so i think a lot of this more falls on me like i'm not saying this is a bad movie i'm not saying there's that there's parts of this movie that I didn't find funny, but overall, I didn't like it. Well, I don't think Walk Hard feels like Step Brothers at all. Exactly. It's a very different kind of humor. And different performance from, right, from let me John give, C. Riley as well. Perfect example. When Dewey is a kid and he cuts his brother in half, and his brother goes, uh, Dewey, I'm halved. And he goes, Oh no, we should have listened to Paul. And the brother goes, Dewey, listen. I'm cutting half pretty bad. That is that's a joke that's so fucking niche. Like it's so like targeted to like a certain brand of humor. Like that wouldn't be in Step Brothers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean I guess not. I don't know. Walk Hard gets better every time I watch it because like I the first time I watched it I'm like this is fine. And then I watched it again back in January and I'm like this is actually really good. And then I watched it last night and I liked it even more. So I mean, maybe I'll have to watch it again. This was my first time yeah. seeing it to be fair. But it's like, just one of those movies where it's like you you see more and more jokes with every time you yeah. watch it. I mean, I don't like know. I said, I just, dude, literally, I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating. Almost every shot, line, or edit is a joke. There is literally no time wasted when it comes to comedy in that movie. Yeah, I just like, think it's not for me. Like, I don't like Talladega Nights. I don't like fucking. Um, 
I don't know. All those movies. Like all so, those mo- all those movies are a similar vein to me. Maybe they're not. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. I think when even when you rewatch it though, like the uh in the beginning with um Dewey and his brother when they're kids, one of the first things the brother said is, Ain't nothing horrible gonna happen today. Which is a joke on rewatch because you know he gets cut, cut in half yeah. later. Well, yeah, like even like at first watch, I was just like, oh, obviously <laughs> yeah. something terrible is gonna happen. Like that's funny. But like I said too, I was I was actually kind of I was almost surprised that I got through like thirty to forty five minutes of this film, being like really kind of on board with it. I was like, I was like, I'm like, this is actually like kind of good. Wait, so you like? It was you, the you latter turn, half. You turned on the film like yeah, halfway. That's so I did. weird. Like, yeah, I feel well, like. What was your turning point? I'm very curious to know where you turned off of it. Um, I think my turning point was when they got into like exp- and like I know this is part of the joke, but like when they got into like exploring like different like. T- genres of music as his career continued i was just he, like, he invented right. punk music because he tried cocaine that's yeah. hilarious i know but like <clears throat> at it was probably at that point or like maybe like the beatles point which i'm just like which, all right fuck fucking it, i don't care jack black jason schwartzman paul rudd justin long which three of those four are arguably <laughs> like some of the biggest names in this movie and have such little screen time, yeah, which is really funny. Yeah, no, I liked all the, I liked the cameos, uh, especially like this Eddie, ha- Eddie Vedder at the, the end when he's giving has- the Lifetime <laughs> Achievement Award. I'm like, that's awesome. This, this has like one Jack of- White playing Elvis. Is does oh, this have? Fuck, I didn't realize that was Jack White. That's Jack White. Yeah. Oh damn. <laughs> does this have the best just cast in general of any comedy ever? It's a great cast. Like not like not even how they're utilized, just the yeah. names alone. Yeah, if you this- just look at the name list on that movie, holy shit. Like, yeah, it's a it's a it's a big list. Yeah. yeah, huge, insane. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm not saying there's not parts of it that aren't funny. I'm just saying it's not my yeah. brand Dude, of humor. You know what part really it's cracked a- me up this time was when he's doing that's more for like the uh, the studio guys, and they're like, you know what? This is the worst rendition of the song I've ever heard. Like, you're never gonna change my mind. And he's like, all right, just give me one shot. And he's like, all right, I'm telling you right now. You got 15 seconds, and you're not going to change my mind. And he just says, walk hard. Just like the first two words. And, the, and the, then he just the starts, turns around yeah. to the guys. It just goes. I know you can't see it, but he was just yeah, like. To the, yeah, to the Orthodox Jewish guys. Immediately. Also, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think one of those Orthodox Jewish guys was fucking. Um, Harold Ramis. Yes. Yeah. It was, he's right? This, yep. Yeah. That was sad. I love Harold Ramis. Killer cast, man. Yeah. Uh, and okay. also, uh, one of them, well, the son, he plays the son of him, is the dude. From Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, there's so many people with, like, little bit parts in it. Um, like, Bill Hader. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. The guy's, like, a bearded dude and knocked up. Bill Hader was in this, right? Yeah. Um, Wait, is it Bill Hader? I don't know. I, I was drunk when I watched it yesterday. I just assume Bill Hader has what like a, a small part in every movie from who? every the, comedy uh, from this like era. Who did you say? Bill you Hader. Bill Hader. I don't know if Bill Hader was. In I don't this. remember Bill Hader being in it. Was What's Robinson? his name? Was in it? I was though. just kind of taking a guess because one of the other guys from the Hangover was in it. Um, like the dentist. The the oh Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Yeah, Ed yeah. Helms. Um. Yeah. It's it's like a it's got like a bunch uh, of maybe, like various actors like sprinkled throughout it. Maybe it wasn't. Um, dude, my, my one of my favorite bits from the entire movie though is uh, John C. Riley and Jenna Fisher doing uh, the song. No, Let's yeah, Duet. Bill Hader wasn't in it. When yeah, it's, uh, and, like, with like the subtle hints like, at like, like sounds fucking dirty, and, and shit. They, they finish it and it's not dirty. 
Bill in Hader was dreams, in her? You're blowing me. Some kisses? <laughs> Who the fuck was Bill Hader in her? And in The Force Awakens? Who the fuck was he in Force Awakens? Uh, Bill Hader does like the voice of BB-8. No, he doesn't. What? That's, that's yeah, he does. Yeah, Bill Hader's BB-8. No, it's, and no, then it's not. In, uh, no, that's not true. That's not What was the other true. one you said? Her? And her, he does one of the people on the phone. There was a lot of, like, when JJ the was BBA making... thing is a lie, by the way. What did he say? He said the BBA thing's a lie. I don't, I, I don't know either way. No, Bill Hader's BB-8. No, he's not. I'm looking at it on... Um, Maybe he's uncredited. No, they has all these Snopes. No, I'm (laughs) Snopes is probably no, but like you know, um, JJ when he was making the Star Wars movies, like for like off fucking camera stormtrooper voices, he got like a ton of like big actors to do it. Like Kevin Smith is a dude, a voice. This fucking blew my mind the other day. Uh, Oh, Bill Hader is BB-8. Also, why is there three uh, people credited for BB-8? What'd you say? You were there's, right. You were right about the BB-8. Why thing. is there three people? Okay, so there's three people right. credited for BB-8, but like they have two people credited for BB-8, and then at the whole bottom of the fucking cast list on Letterbox, it has Bill Hader also for BB-8. What the fuck? Maybe different beeps. They did differently. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Fucking retarded. Regardless, um, Kevin James has a YouTube channel now where he does like skits. And he's got this reoccurring bit where he's the sound guy and he like CGs himself or whoever CGs him into the scene. And he just did one with There Will Be Blood where he's like the sound guy on the final scene of There Will Be Blood. And he actually got fucking PTA to do a voice cameo. Like PTA does voiceover, like like little two little lines for the, for the bit. Wow. That's, you know, honestly, I'm thinking right now, what if There Will Be Blood but Bill Hader as the lead so this is a question i asked on the first podcast i ever did is if you could swap nick cage into any role in film history which one would you pick oh that's a tough one but i'm thinking right now of bill Hader as a as uh daniel plainview and there will be blood and honestly that seems like it would fuck i mean no it would be significantly worse but (laughs) <laughs> but like right. it would still fuck alright while we think about the Nick Cage thing what is what is your Nick Cage in I said Castaway as Tom Hanks <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome actually I love that that would be kind of funny um ooh alright actually I got one this is the first thing that came to my mind I don't know if it's the best choice I could think on it more but the first thing that came to my mind is Nick Cage replacing Emperor Palpatine in all the Star Wars films <laughs> Oh jeez! You know, honestly, if they were to ever do a remake of The Shining, Nick Cage is Jack Torrance. Ooh, I mean, he does have those fucking crazy yeah. eyes. Like, look, he's—you're never going to top Nicholson, but Cage would bring something so uniquely Cage to the the character that, like, it would be great as a supplementary thing. How about Nick Cage replacing the shark in Jaws? Dude, I said that on that episode. <laughs> no, you didn't. I swear on my life I did. Go back and listen to it. It's, Get it's, the fuck it's, out. It's, it's on the fucking... It's recorded. It's it's in history. What? Yeah, I swear to God. I was like, I'm trying to think of like a creature he would play. And I was like, what about the shark in Jaws? That's so weird that we would both fucking say that. What about Nick Cage in the Beach Bum? 
Oh, yeah, dude. I love right? McConaughey and the Beach Bum, but fuck yeah. That would be cool. I fucking, oh, McConaughey's great. Yeah, I love McConaughey. I'm just like looking through my favorites right now. Oh, my God. I'm, I mean, it's like completely different role, but I feel like Six Underground would be so much better if like Nick Cage was the lead instead of Ryan Reynolds. I don't know. I don't know. I love Six Underground, but like Ryan Reynolds yeah. brings like a certain. He does, but it's like it would make it completely different. Yeah, well, which yeah. is which would be better in my opinion. But I'm just I'm looking through my favorite films right now. I'm just like seeing like I'm what? trying to think what other like weird creatures now I could I could put Nick Cage in. What if he What if he replaced Megan Fox in the Transformers franchise? <laughs> <laughs> that would rule. Like so sexy Nick Nick Cage, but also With, at the same time making Shia LaBeouf like. A homosexual for all the films. Twenty One Guns <laughs> playing by Green Day when they introduce him on the motorcycle and transform how, to. How about him fucking leaning over the fucking car, like uh, fixing the engine? Wait, wait, wait. What about Nick Cage in Gran Torino <laughs> as Clint Eastwood? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And you just like age him up a little bit. Yo, what about? Nick Cage replacing Elizabeth Berkley's character in Showgirls. I was going to say that. I was like thinking, I'm like, oh, what about that? I, I was trying to stick with just male roles, but no, I, fuck that. I, I was looking at him like, yeah, there's no rules. You, you can go any. I mean, yeah. we made him a shark, so I mean, that <laughs> is true. That is, that's very true. <laughs> I'm trying that, to think what dude, the other that, one that fucking rule. I, 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 I think that my top choice is actually Nick Cage. Um, in Gran Torino, and he's just going hard in it. I would, yeah, that would, would fucking that for roll. Sure. Huh. What else? Fuck. I'm trying to think of what else. There's so Nick- many good ones, dude. <laughs> yeah. I think Nick- if substituting Nick Cage into any movie makes it way more interesting, way more entertaining for sure. For for most films, <gasps> ooh, Nick Cage and Black Swan. As as Natalie Portman, yeah, character. Natalie Portman, yo, that would rock. <laughs> that would rock. What if he played both the leads in Mulholland Drive? Oh my god! <laughs> yo, wait, Nick Cage and Knock Knock. Is that Keanu that's, Reeves? Yeah, that's Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Yo, honestly, I think that movie would get way creepier. If it was Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. All right, let's let's do this. Let's let's switch it from Cage and go Travolta. Oh. So I w- I was scrolling through the list and I was about to say House of Jack built for for Cage, but like House of Jack built for Travolta <laughs> also. Dude, I wouldn't mind seeing Cage in the Fanatic. To be honest. That oh, would be oh, I can yes. see that for totally. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. Oh, that would fucking rule. I think um, I think Travolta in American Psycho would be interesting. Cool. Um, dude, I, I I'm curious to see what would happen if Travolta and Cage switched roles in Face Off. Oh, like from the jump, yeah. if they were different, yeah. if Cage started off as Sean Sean Archer and. Travolta started off as Castro Troy. Can't yeah. believe I just pulled both those characters' names out of my ass. I was going to say, how the fuck <laughs> that, you That's that? impressive. I haven't seen that movie Honestly, forever. you could have said anything and I would have believed you. Yeah, me too. I'd be like, yep, that's their names. I think that's right, <laughs> yeah. And hold on, I might be able to pull his brother. Um, Pollux Troy? 
That is, I feel like it's something weird like that. Pollux Troy. <laughs> sure. Castor Troy's brother. What about Travolta as um, one of the 90s Batmans? Ooh. Which one? I mean, it would be <sighs> terrible if that's what you're asking. I mean, unless you're fucking replacing him with like, uh, what's his name? Fucking. Ah, fuck. I love how you just pulled those fucking three random Clo- characters. Clooney. And I can't, Kilmer. And I can't think of Kilmer's name. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. God damn it. See, those two are Keaton, so. God. Dude, all right. We got to talk about this. Did you hear that fucking Keaton's coming so, back? Uh, Schumacher. Yeah, but, but like the way they word it in the headlines is like it's confirmed. They're like Keaton to return as Batman. But then when you like scroll down to the bottom, it's like, of course, this is speculation. <laughs> of course. Wow, that sucks. Speaking of Batman, though, do you hear about we, we mentioned this quickly before. Did you hear about Schumacher? Yeah, dude, bummer. What a fucking bummer, man. I posted uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin on first and final frames the other day. This is pretty cool, dude. Uh, so, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Many people think that is from the Batman Forever soundtrack, but it came out like a year or two before Batman Forever. Yeah, didn't they just like adapt it for the soundtrack and they added something to it? So it actually only plays during the end credits of Batman Forever, and then Schumacher directed the music video, and the music video was like Batman-themed. But yeah. Kiss from a Rose was a complete failure on Seal's second album, and <laughs> Seal just posted this tribute to Schumacher where he like finally kind of like explained everything. So Schumacher was a big fan of Seal, and he, um, he messaged him, and he was like, look, uh, I'm a big fan of your music. I, would, I just finished this movie called Batman Forever. I would love to use one of your songs for the love scene between Val Kilmer and Nicole Kidman. So Seal's manager sent him a copy of his second album. Obviously, like before you could like just email like a digital copy. He sent him the album and just circled Kiss from a Rose and was like, try this. So Schumacher listened to it as like a temp file in the, in the edit. And he's like, fuck, it doesn't work. So he, he wrote him back and he was like, look, Kiss from a Rose doesn't work. But I love the song so much, I want to keep it as an end credit song. And we'll play it during the credits of the movie. Huh. And he's like, look, I like it enough that I would love to like meet up with you and film a music video for it. I got a lot of leftover Batman props. We'll like film it in front of the bat signal, blah, blah, blah. So he did that, and Kiss from a Rose became a massive success just because of that music video and the fact that it was uh, in the credits of Batman Forever, which was a massive hit at the time. That's crazy. And that nuts. That's super interesting. Yeah, it's super interesting that a fucking Batman movie like made a seal song popular that otherwise yeah. would have been like written off. Yeah. Everyone I've always seen. thinks that that song was written for the movie, but it's it's literally just in the end credits. And then like I said, the music video is Batman themed. So Batman, I mean it makes sense why someone would think that because of the fucking music yeah. video and the credits. Well, in the Batman video, makes everything like, seal better, was like people thought that I was Batman for like a long time because I was the guy in the video with like my fucking shirt blowing in the wind in front of the bat signal. Like, did be, this people, is before the movie came out? I was so gonna like, say, people, did people see the movie? <laughs> yeah, he's like, people were like, "You're you're 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 the Batman guy. Like, you're Batman now because you were in the video." Like, you know, this this was the nineties. I was yeah. gonna say, hey, I wouldn't be mind uh, being called the Batman guy. That'd be cool with me. That's pretty funny though. Yeah, people yeah, but fucking anyway. I was <laughs> really <laughs> yeah. What? What he said people call him that anyway, yeah. the Batman guy. I feel like, yeah, I feel like some people call him. I'm a, I'm a, we've, we talked about this. I'm also a big Batman fan. 
But um, yeah, I always forget that Schumacher did fucking The Lost Boys, which is one of my favorite films. Yeah, he did. I love Lost, Lost Boys. Boys. Um, Eight millimeter falling down. Falling down. With Michael Douglas. Uh, he did a bunch, but like he's he's definitely best known as the guy that destroyed Batman. It's like that's his like. Or revitalized point. it, in James's opinion. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, destroyed Batman in the sense of having to reboot, which... Yeah. It is funny that James loves Batman and Robin so much, which is the movie that killed that franchise, which led to Christopher Nolan becoming a household name, and James which hates I Christopher hate. Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... It, it makes sense. sense. Kind of it, you should kind of dislike Joel Schumacher, RIP, but, like, because he made Nolan a thing. No, 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 right? no. He see Schumacher was just so great, but the masses are to blame uh-huh. because the masses hated it, and because of the masses, it led to Christopher Nolan, because the masses couldn't appreciate true artistry. Listen, and that's what led to getting this boring C-rate version oh, of Pete. Stop! The Dark Knight's fucking amazing. So he that always, scene he in, always uh, tries to do this on my podcast. He always shits <laughs> on the Dark Knight. Uh, so that scene in Walk Hard. Where um, with like all the naked girls and dudes post party, that's what it's like being a podcaster. No, it's not. That's exactly what it's like. Just like to give people that listening to the inside of what it's like being a podcaster, like that scene, exactly what being yeah, a podcaster. No one can like. see us right now. There's like 37 fucking naked girls in a row, just chilling, just lined just up, chilling, in a row. just chilling in front of us, doing rows. Yeah, they're just doing bumps off each other. You know. Yeah, so uh, we also, might have hired all of them, yeah. but they're here. Yeah, we should probably go tend to them. So yeah, yeah, I'm all gonna right. leave them. All right, well, um, Jake, we I, have 37. I feel, like, I feel like we won the walk hard argument. Oh, obviously. I mean, yeah. we, I mean, you were always gonna win because it's just me not liking it. <laughs> it's just like, you being retarded. That's all. No, it's not me being retarded. This movie is retarded. Which is why you should like it. No. It's like you don't have to like everything that's retarded. You know what I'm saying? You can like oh. some retarded stuff. And some other retarded stuff you can look at it and be like, wow. You never like full retard stuff. Yeah. You never like exclusively retarded stuff. Whatever. Listen, you oh, guys like it. It's fine. It's yeah. just me. I don't Fascinating. like it. Fascinating. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Jake, do you have anything else to say about it? About what card? Oh. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm assuming. Is this why you invited me on? Is that my last letterbox review of it was... No, I invited you on because you told me you wanted to come on for Walk Hard. I never said I wanted to come on this fucking show. Not once. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking look at the backpedaling. I'm gonna fucking on Jake's it. end. <laughs> I'm gonna go to fucking your house and I'm gonna take a big steamy dump. Where? <laughs> That's the mystery. <laughs> You'll never know. That that you're gonna have to smell I'm it not, out. I've, I've gone on record many times and said this is. I think this is the funniest movie ever made. I think it's the one of the best comedies ever made. Funniest movie ever made, dude. Do I need the listen to the playback? I said every scene, every line, every shot, every edit is a fucking joke. There's no second wasted when it comes to comedy. So you're putting this above Sarah, forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. Get the fuck. Are you serious? I love forgetting Sarah Marshall. You know that. I visited uh, the cliff jump. I, I went there. When my buddy got married in Hawaii. We made sure to go there, and we did the cliff jump. Oh, that's awesome, actually. It was great, uh, but so is this what top three? If Sarah Marshall's top four, so uh, there will be blood I, I, I number said one. Sarah Marshall's my top four. My letterbox thing. Oh, uh, I thought you meant of all time. My headline. Uh, no, no, no. Um, okay. 
all time rankings, I put Walkhard above Forgetting Sarah Marshall, probably. Yeah. But for the brand, I got to put yeah, yeah, for the brand, Sarah Marshall. No, yeah, I mean that, <laughs> I mean, that's how I do my letterbox top yeah, four. You got to pimp, you got to pimp the brand. I, you know what? You know what? Just because it's today, I'm going to swap Walkhard out for Forgetting Sarah Marshall. There we go. Damn it. Make sure you do a, a walk hard review with a link to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could stop doing um, fucking um, Will Farrell, John C. Riley comedies on the podcast. This is not Will Farrell. Will I know. Farrell had I'm, nothing saying, to do I'm with lumping them together. We've only done one also, Will Farrell comedy. The guy that directed Walk Hard has done nothing else. He did Jumanji and Jumanji. Yeah, but like nothing like else. The new good. ones. Yeah. Oh God. Just, my point. Just the Jumanji films. Yeah. Jumanji. Jumanji. So. I like the first Jumanji. The original. Yeah. 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 It's good. The Robin Williams one? Yeah. That's Jumanji. Oh, you're right. Good point. <laughs> We've called him Jumanji you, since that's what Danny DeVito said. Any of the new the, Jumanji the films? Film. Yeah, I saw the, the first of the new dude, ones. Yeah, I didn't I even like, I wouldn't like, even say it. Dude, for, I'm like, I'm first, not shit. the first I watched it last Jumanji year. sequel isn't terrible. Like it's okay. Yeah. It, it's the second one. It's watchable. It's a watchable movie that's nothing special. Yeah, so. the, whatever the last one with Danny DeVito was, that one's not great. Yeah. Um, all right, before we wrap this up, do you want to plug my Patreon again? Or <laughs> I'm going to plug myself because you never let me plug myself, even on the Patreon episodes. <gasps> I've oh, only shit. had you on once. Why are you acting like it's a thing that like I don't let <laughs> Well, he's ha- replacing Terrence. He's got to plug his yeah. shit now. Yeah. Uh, and it's yeah, only because can, I forgot last time. It's not like I didn't let you do it. You can follow my, uh, my personal Twitter at... Jacob T. Swinney, J-A-C-O-B-T-S-W-I-N-N-E-Y. It's also my last Yeah, I was going to say that. Spell it out. And follow uh, at First Final Frame, which is my account that has the podcast where you can listen to James insufferably talk about God knows what on episode <laughs> 26. Is that what that yeah, was? Yeah, 26. So 26. And you can listen to me on 25. Yeah, not... And and me on one of the early episodes also like seven or something like that. James, I hate to tell you this, but uh, his Snyder Cut episode is actually outperforming your whatever episode right now. What? Granted, he's the, got a two week buffer because how I about that? Off and then <laughs> the analytics are yeah, lying. Out, but <laughs> the analytics never lie. <laughs> he's all right. I have to come on a second time now just so I could uh, re- like keep my title. You want to talk about the Snyder Cut again? And then, and then Terrence is just going to come on never. No. <laughs> I mean, we can. I could talk oh, more about the Snyder fuck, Cut dude. if you want. I never hit record. Shut up. He's, Shut you're lying. Yeah. Right? I am lying. I am lying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, I knew you were. But yeah. I mean, you were going no. For it. no, I, I didn't. No. <laughs> nah, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not getting me that easily. <laughs> anyway, Bad Film Cast is on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right it is. Go subscribe if you want us to watch porn that you like. Yeah. So. Um, do you guys right. subscribe to your own Patreon? No. No, but our parents do. One of each of our parents. Yeah, one of each of our parents. My mom does. What what does tier are your parents in? Five dollars. <laughs> They're Terrence in the is, lowest tier. Is Terrence yeah. in a tier? Does Terrence what? subscribe to the Patreon? He, no, Terrence's he, but he parents should, do not subscribe. Terrence has not got one single person subscribed to the Patreon. I bet that I have gotten more people to subscribe to the fucking Patreon than Terrence has. That's- well, you can go subscribe right now, and then you will. It's probably true. I'm not subscribing to that. I got the Google Drive <laughs> password. I'll just listen to all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Power move. Do you actually? 
Well, you send me all your fucking, whenever you do one of my episodes, you send me a Google Drive link so I could cl- clearly just click on it and go to your Google Drive. I don't, I think it's separate folders. I don't think you can. You're I not pirating I, my content. I bet I potentially could. Then try it. Can you I'll imagine he it. releases one of our episodes before us? <laughs> <laughs> like, I listen to these things. <laughs> <laughs> did you even listen to Bad Filmcast before you invited me on, or did you just be like, fuck it, I'm just going to invite him on? Um, I'm trying to remember how that happened. There's um, no way you listened to it before you so, were uh, yeah, on. I, I said on the last episode you were on on mine was like, I came across you because you saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at Cannes. So you're like one yeah. of the few reviews. And uh, I started following you because you said something like, I don't like Tarantino, but this is his masterpiece or yeah. whatever. And then, uh, dude, you just say like stupid shit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Dude, this guy's takes are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so I started following you, and then I think I listened to, like, one episode. I think I listened to the Bad Boys 2 episode, maybe. And I was like, hey, you can come on my podcast, but, like, be mild. <laughs> 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 like, if we're at Taco Bell and you're fucking fire sauce... I was literally just thinking... Be the Verde sauce. Be the green one. (laughs) (laughs) It's nowhere on the Scoble scale. Yeah. Absolute bottom. (laughs) You know what's funny? When Jake had me on his podcast, he didn't say any of this to me. Of course he didn't. (laughs) Yeah, Matt's a very decent human being. (laughs) It was nothing needed to be said. Decent does not get you views. (laughs) Look at that. No gold chains. (laughs) (laughs) He has gold chains. He doesn't know that. He, you were the one that admitted it. Oh, my God. He admitted it earlier. He doesn't get dolled up to talk to another dude on the podcast. He's Putting on a chain is not getting dolled up. I guarantee up. you he didn't have that gold chain on when he interviewed fucking Nick Cage double. Put it on just to impress me. I like the gold chain. I wear it for myself. Did, nah, what do you like you about it? it? Does it make you feel yeah, better? It, um, yeah. I, it's just, I like it. It makes my daddy issues go away. <laughs> I do not have daddy issues or mommy issues, for the record. For the record. Does it make you feel better? I don't know. Does it make you feel better? Aren't you at your your parents' house right now? Yeah. Why don't they come on the podcast? You know, we've talked about my dad coming on the podcast. Your dad's made like a cameo once. Yeah. Did you cut that or did you leave that in? I know I've cut one of them, but I think I've left one of his cameos in. Yeah, we, we can get him on eventually. Potentially. Potentially one of these days. Yeah, we have to tell him to be some verde sauce, also though. Yeah, if, if you think I'm Fuego, ugh. Fuego sauce. James' dad. James' dad has some takes. <laughs> he's even. I mean, film takes. It's not like no. crazy. Just like he's just. I just mean if we start like bullshitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, well, I guess. Uh, I guess that about wraps it up. Uh, Jake, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick. You're a fucking dick. <laughs> That's all I gotta say to you. You're a fucking dick. I'm gonna I'm come. Gonna, and sh- I'm gonna delete this audio right now. <laughs> I hate you. You're you're so many slurs that I can't say right now. You're so many slurs. <laughs> is that is that it? Can I stop?